A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Chapter 24, An Impasse. My eyes opened to a bright white light. I was in an unfamiliar room, a white room. The wall beside me was covered in long vertical blinds. Over my head, the glaring lights blinded me. <laughs> I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Sultan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. The last chapter before the epilogue. So we did it. We read the book. I know. I'm so proud of us. Did you ever have doubts that we would get this far? Yes, I did. At what point were you like, no more? I think it was the ninth day in a row they had lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is this my life now? And now here we are wishing that it was still lunch. Yeah, it's true. I never thought I would miss lunch. Vanessa, can I count you in for the 30 second recap? Happily. Oh, what happens in this chapter? They like get in a fight. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Three, two, one, go. So Bella's fine. She's in the hospital. She's in a lot of pain. So many injuries. Renee is there, but sort of not there. And she's like, oh my God, Bella, I think Edward likes you. Do you like him? And it's like, Carlisle is young and hot. Are you sure he's a doctor? And she's like, I'm coming back to Florida, but you should come with me. My husband got a job. Good for you. Edward is like, I love you. I didn't even kill you. I'm so proud of myself. I think I just love you. And Bella's like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. And he's like, I'm not leaving you. And she's like, don't leave me. Foreshadow. <laughs> the last word of the chapter is just foreshadowing in Italian sleeves. I feel like she said, don't leave me so much. I was like, do you know what, Edward? Leave her. Just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's like when your dog begs at the table, right? You're like, I would have given you some, but you were too thirsty. Like, no. Like, it's just embarrassing at that point. Yeah. You're like, do you know what? I am going to leave you. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Go. So she's in the hospital room and she wakes up from drugs. She's been asleep for a long time. We find out that it's Friday, but I'm not sure when she got, like, attempted murdered. Um, So unclear on that. <laughs> Then Renee comes in and they talk about having a crush and Bella says, I love Forks. I'm not leaving because of Edward and I like him so much. And I also have friends, question mark, who she's referring to there. And then Bella's like, why didn't you let me change into a vampire? He's like, Alice told you that. What? And then he's like, I won't because then you're damned to eternal night. No. You mentioned my breaking news in your 30 second recap. Do 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 do. It's Friday. Like the song? <laughs> yes. Do you remember that song from like maybe 2012? <laughs> I do. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that that was pretty relatable content. The Bella's like, I've been asleep forever. What day is it? 
Like, me too, Bella. Quarantine life. Yeah, that's great breaking news. Do you have any breaking news, Julia? My breaking news is that Charlie is nowhere to be found in the chapter. Where is he? I think there must be an emergency in Forks because he is absolutely absent for his hospitalized daughter. Yeah, the parenting styles that become clear at the end of this book really explain a lot of my questions at the beginning of the book. Can't wait to hear more. Julia, do you think like the nursing staff at the hospital is finally going to figure out that Edward's a vampire? Like they're going to notice that he never eats. I felt so bad for them in this chapter. Bella and Edward are absolute menaces (laughs) in the hospital ward. (laughs) It was so bad. (laughs) They keep making out just to see if it will kill her. Like, <laughs> And then the medical staff have to come in and be like, these horny teens are making her charts go absolutely wonky. Like, please stop making out with this dying woman. She's injuries head to toe. <laughs> Literally head to toe. I think maybe the waitress who served them earlier, like Moonlights is a waitress, but is actually a nursing student. And also sees them here and is like, Jesus, you too. (laughs) She came from Forks or Port Angeles. (laughs) Oh, that's right. This is in Scottsdale. Never mind. Julia, what did you love in this chapter? I am so glad Phil got a job in a minor league baseball team. Even though he's 37 and hasn't made it yet, he finally gets a position in the Suns. (laughs) whatever that team is the minor league team in jacksonville florida he is now a member i was so pleased yeah i'm also really happy for phil i think that 37 is not too late to do anything i was already an example to the world that you can do anything at 37 because i started a twilight podcast when i was 37 so phil i'm glad that you're like also an inspiration for people our age Phil and Vanessa making 37 look awesome. So true. I'm so happy for both of you. What I loved in this chapter is when Edward says, you have to admit, you falling downstairs and through a window could happen. And that is a sick burn. And so I would like to thank Edward for listening to this podcast and ask him to please support us on Patreon. Do you think it's a sick burn? I think he was serious. Yeah, it's a sick burn. Bella is a klutz, but she has never put herself into the hospital before that we know of. And isn't that what a sick burn is? Something that could be true, but like way harsher. (laughs) I was actually kind of worried about that lie because those are the kinds of things people say in domestic abuse situations. It's like I, quote unquote, fell down the stairs and there were like no red flags raised from anyone about all of her grievous injuries from like a tripping accident. I think that Alice does a really good job of just like making it look real. And so red flags up, Alice flags down. (laughs) She's like one of those people in a marching band. Isn't that one of their responsibilities? Yeah, Alice was like full color guard or like that person who's like waving the flag that it's the last lap. She's like, it's legit, don't worry. Is that part of car racing? Yeah. You know, I know nothing about cars and sports, which just negates the entire existence of car racing in my mind. Except I said it and you knew what it was. Barely. So you've been outed as a liar. I love NASCAR. <laughs> I have seen every Indy 500. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vanessa, do you have any advice for someone in this chapter? 
my advice is on a theme this week. It's for Renee. All my advice. Renee, you say, Bella, you can come to Florida now because we're going to be based in Florida because Phil got a job on the AAA team and we're so happy for him. Blah, blah, blah. Jacksonville's great. And then she says, and because I love you and I'm such a good mom, and then she pats herself on the back, I will only travel with Phil for his away games half the time. And I would say, no, Renee, your child is a child for like another year. Your husband will be around forever. You will see him during home games and off season, and he can travel for away games by himself. Be a mom. That's my advice. I mean, no wonder Bella moved to Forks at this point. The parenting was zero regardless of where she was. Yeah, it was so disturbing that she said this to her child who's like in a hospital bed, has like almost died from basically lack of care. Like, I'm sure Phil is like so good in bed and she doesn't like to be away from him for that many nights in a row. But like, suck it up, dude. Your kid is graduating from high school soon. Just don't be a bad parent. My advice is don't be a bad parent. What about you, Julia? Okay, listen to this absolute heinous comment to his girlfriend who almost died in a hospital bed, basically because he did something bad. She almost died. And then this is what he said about her recovery. They gave you a few transfusions. I didn't like it. It made you smell all wrong for a while. Like, this is not about you, Edward. No one asked if you cared how she smelled after the blood transfusion. Imagine you being absolutely flattened in a hospital bed. And someone was like, I actually don't like the way you smell right now. Can you like freshen up, like get some different blood? It's so rude. So my advice to him is don't make everything about you. Or to sum it up, one of my favorite phrases, 1-800-BITCH-DID-I-ASK. That's like a phone number he can call whenever he's confused as to whether or not he should share his opinion. And it goes ring, ring. And then he goes, I'm curious. And if it's just your voice going, no. The answer is like always no. (laughs) That's really good advice. What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is also for Renee. My advice is Renee stopping so close-minded. She says that she doesn't think Carlisle's really a doctor because he's too hot to be a doctor. And I just think that that's really bigoted against hot people and like hot people are just like everybody and they can be anything that they set their minds to. And you are being a really bad model for Bella. And that's probably why she's so judgmental and snobby up in Forks and probably why she thinks all people from Phoenix play volleyball. Like you're just being a really bad teacher of stereotyping. Hot people can be doctors Bad people like you can be moms. Anybody can be anything. (laughs) Hasn't Renee seen the documentary film Grey's Anatomy, in which every single doctor (laughs) is extremely hot? I know. Not only have I seen that documentary, but I've watched so much of it that I'm like semi-qualified to be a doctor. And so like I'm a hot person who's a doctor. I have a great idea. Edward and Renee should watch Grace Anatomy together, Renee can learn that hot people can be doctors and Edward can finally learn some first aid. So next time Bella almost dies, he can step in and have an intervention. (laughs) What about you, Julia? I have advice for Bella, who clearly does not understand how competent Carlisle is. I'm part of the Carlisle appreciation team, if this is not evident. So 
Bella and Edward are having a fight about Bella being turned into a vampire. I think she wanted to be turned into a vampire instead of being revived as a human. And then she says someone else can change me into a vampire. And then she says it would be Alice as opposed to Carlisle, who's an actual doctor who can change people into vampires. Alice has no track record for this and can't be around Bella's blood. So I don't know why she picked Alice over Carlisle, who is clearly the better option here. I would probably go with Jasper. He'd make me feel like it was a great idea the whole time. (laughs) You wouldn't have that last second where you're like, oh, fuck, I messed up. You'd be like, it's lit. I love vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jasper is the king of good vibes only. (laughs) (laughs) However, as brothers, they both have a compulsion to drug Bella against her will. Did you notice that Edward drugs her against her will in this chapter? No. And she just rides the wave. Both the morphine wave and the wave of Edward's controlling behavior. (laughs) She resists him. She's like, no morphine yet. Yeah. And then he does it anyway. And the nurse comes in and she's like, guess this is happening. Like the nurse would listen to her. The nurse wouldn't just turn to Edward and be like, are we sure? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I totally missed that. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Julia, before we talk about our care package, what did you write about in your Twilight diary? Dear Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, every entry is addressed to Twilight itself. (laughs) Dear Twilight, is having a predisposition to be a realtor a genetic trait that is inheritable from mother to daughter? Because Renee has it as well when she tries to sell Bella on Jacksonville. I noticed that. She was like, half hour from the beach, great light. And maybe Charlie has like the weatherman aspect and she's battling the two parents' career paths. Yeah, this is why kids need to be raised by like a village, right? Like you need a lot of different examples of things that you could be. Right now, she's like weatherman like dad or real estate agent like mom. I think soon Bella's going to become a hot doctor. Oh, yeah. Carlisle's such a good influence on her. Mm-hmm. Anything else in your dear Twilight? I just had the passing note that the nurse should be Edward up. I'm not sure what I read to make me write that down, but I did write that down. (laughs) And you know, even though I don't know what you were responding to, I don't disagree with you. I have a question for you. Would you rather have $300 million or a vampire boyfriend? 
in this chapter, Bella says that having Edward is better than winning the lottery. I was like, <laughs> do you have an understanding about how much money you can win in the lottery? Like, <laughs> would you give up Jonah for $300 million? I could like buy a clone of Jonah with $300 million. <laughs> so just wait. Your only two options are yes or no. Julia, here's $300 million, but you can never see Jonah again. I would give him half. I would say yes and give him half. I, I don't know if he would even be mad about that. Julia, would you give up lentil for $300 million? Yes, with reparations. <laughs> well, you'd give lentil half the money? I'd give like lentil a dog island with anything he's ever wanted. <laughs> I'd be like, you're better off without me here. Like, it's it's not selfish. It is selfish, but he's fine with it. I think that even if I gave Rory a dog island, she'd be so sad to be parted from me. I think you would be sad and you're projecting. <laughs> I think Rory would be like, I'm living it up. Julia, what are you going to put in Bella's care package? I want to add to our gifts from last week. I think she should get some slipper socks. I have never been hospitalized, thankfully, but the closest level of confinement that I can imagine is airplanes and my feet always get really cold. So I would send her a nice warm pair of socks, but the kind that has the tacky bottom so that she doesn't slip and fall. Get well soon, Bella. I like that you think that flying is similar to being in the hospital. Like you're trapped and you're uncomfortable. (laughs) True. What do you want to put in Bella's care package? A better mom. Who? Like most moms. I actually think that we could like pre-record 10 things onto a tape and like put them in a Teddy Ruxpin and it would be a better mom than Renee. (laughs) That is so harsh. Way harsh, Ty. Like, I love you and will make sacrifices for your well-being. So out of character. She would never. I'm expecting a call from your stepfather, but I will stay here with you in the hospital instead. Just, you know, normal stuff. Okay. Oh, what do you think is going to happen in the epilogue? I think the epilogue is a baseball game. And it's Phil and his AAA team versus the Cullens. And it's like, everyone's happy, baseball, all-American. Who's going to win? The Cullens, because they are vampires. I think it's going to be a cliffhanger. It's going to be a cliffhanger, and then like in New Moon, find out who wins the game in Twilight 2, New Moon. (laughs) This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a message from 1-800-BITCH-DID-I-ASK from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy and I'm Vanessa Zoltan and no Edward, we didn't ask. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Talk to you in a few days where we're going to talk about the epilogue. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who've jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class, you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints, and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value, wonder, imagination, grief, and courage. If you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion, if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends, then this class is for you. Register before the first class on June 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. That's N-O-T-S-O-R-R-Y-W-O-R-K-S dot com.